welcome to Rich Trial by Tracker, I'm your host Dan, and today we'll be talking about Stop This Train, and that is all one word, from Plectrum Electrum, recorded between 2013 and 2014 at Paisley Park, and released on the 26th of September 2014. On the track we have Prince, we have Third Eye Girl, and giving us some backing vocals, rather than some laser sound effects or some air horns, uh, we have Joshua Welton. Uh, the track is 3 minutes 40, and joining me to talk about today is Erica Thompson. Hello, Erica. Hello. Um, now, here's the thing. While, uh, while I was looking for this, uh, this song on, uh, on the internet, because I was thinking, did it have a video? Did it have a video? I couldn't quite remember. So I was searching around, uh, and obviously the Prince YouTube account now has every single song, with the exception of everything I've hit and run part one, uh, on YouTube. Uh, so I was, I was, you know, listening to it via YouTube, uh, and there was actually a person giving instruction on how to play the guitar. There was like a, a guitar instructional video for how to play the guitar for this song, which I thought was unusual because I've seen this person do a lot of like earlier Prince stuff, uh, but not more recent Prince stuff. And the way he described the chords, because I, I was trying to think to myself, what is the genre for this song? And he described the chords as reggae. And uh, I don't know that that would have occurred to me, but a lot of the guitar is on the upstroke and that is generally <laughs> reggae. So... I don't think it is reggae, but I just think the style of guitar sounds a little bit reggae. I, I, again, I'm struggling to kind of pick a genre for what it is, because, uh, I don't know, I, I guess, you know, Prince isn't isn't contributing any vocals from what I can hear on this. Uh, I think, is it Hannah who's doing the main vocal? Yeah. And then, on the, and then the backing vocals from her husband, um, which you can kind of hear on, the, uh, on some of the chorus lines. Um, and so I don't know. I'm not sure what genre I would call it. I, I, the thing is, what I love about the song is just kind of how kind of uh, gentle it is. Like it's there's no like I I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the way Hannah sings. Uh, but it's like very kind of I don't know. It always kind of lulls me a little bit. Um, and then towards the end, it just kind of fades out. Um, and just as it fades out, it does that wonderful thing that I always love from Fade Out, where you hear one more line being sung, but it's just very very quiet. Just as the like. It's being faded out as if the song is going to keep on going, but we've just we just listened to a part of it and it's just going to end there. Um, so I'm not sure what genre to say, but I'm going to definitely say it's not reggae, even if the guitar is played in the style of reggae. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't classify it as reggae either. I feel like it's a pop song. I think that's the easiest way for me to classify it, maybe because of um, the way that the vocals are. And I will say that I was fooled when I first listened to this because I thought it was Prince mirroring Hannah's vocals and not Josh. Um, so that's really kind of interesting for me to find that out. And I guess that's um, kind of a credit to Josh. And I think that's what I like about this song. If it were just Hannah singing straight, I don't know if I would like it as much. And, you know, I I like Hannah's drumming skills. Um, you know, she sounds fine on this, but I... I don't, I guess I don't think of her as like a singer singer. So I think the mirroring makes the vocal a little bit more interesting. And um, yeah, I, so like overall, because this is my only uh, contribution to this album on this podcast, I am not a super fan of this album. I would say that I like Plectrum Electrum and I like Funk and Roll. And I've grown to like Wow only because 
Prince performed it during the piano and the microphone, which I saw some footage of that at Paisley Park. And I really loved Prince doing it on piano. So it gave me a more, a better appreciation for the song. And then some days I can listen to Another Love. But I think that's pretty much it. But Stop This Train is one of a handful of songs that I will kind of just let play. And like you said, it's very easy. It's very gentle. And I it just has a great groove and a great bounce. And the guitar work um, is really appealing too. I mean, I feel like we're going to differ very far on our grades then because I pretty much am a huge fan of everything the Third Eye Girl. Uh, I love this album. I think I've been giving fours for pretty much everything up until this point, and I think I'm giving a few more fives before this thing finishes. I just, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just love, like, when Prince does something completely different, um, you know, and I, I think that, like, Third Eye Girl was kind of interesting because, like, you know, a song like this, you would kind of expect it would be Prince, uh, you know, doubling up the vocals. Uh, but, you know, it's not. It's just Joshua Welton doing a very good Prince impression. Uh, although I'd say if you listen hard, you can tell that it's not Prince just because Joshua Welton's voice has just a slightly different quality to Prince's. But he's kind of in the same range that Prince would be, obviously, doing the backing vocals and stuff. Uh, but I also like that touch that it is effectively like, you know, uh, like a husband and wife singing. Um, which might be a first on a Prince song. Like, I don't know that there's any other Prince songs I can think of. Even, even by any of his, like... Um, Proteges, where there's been like you know a husband and wife singing on a song. I don't know that Dennis Rodman ever backed up Carmen Electra on any of her tracks. <laughs> um, so I, I, it's, it's just kind of interesting because uh, like this sentiment that's in the song, uh, which feels a little bit kind of you know melancholy, uh, and also it like the subject matter has a kind of youth to it that I don't think you know an almost sixty year old Prince would do. So I feel like. There's more than just Hannah singing on this. This feels a lot more like something that has been written by Hannah, you know, more than Prince. Um, I'm sure Prince had some kind of influence over what was going on because, you know, he's Prince. But like the whole subject matter, you know, just talking about, you know, sleeping with your face on my phone, like stuff like that. I, I just don't think that's something that is in like Prince's wheelhouse. Um, and not not to say that he probably couldn't write a lyric like that, but it's just the, the way that the lyrics are sung and the kind of melancholy that it's delivered with, it just very much sounds like, um, you know, something, you know, that mostly comes from maybe Hannah's experience more than Prince's. Although, you know, there, there are like odd little things here and there where you think, well, you know, it could be either of them that are kind of singing about that. But I just like this idea of someone, you know, being apart from someone else and... Um, you know, just the way that she kind of expresses that. I mean, particularly, you know, like every other beat of my heart, I know that we should never be apart. I mean, that's, you know, that's like a fantastic sentiment. Um, and also the fact that, you know, uh, that, that Joshua is kind of backing up his own wife's vocals is just kind of an interesting thing. Like, I, I, it's just, it's kind of, it's one of those things that makes it a little bit weird with the fact that this is kind of melancholy, but the person that she's apart from, uh, you know, in the narrative, if it is Hannah, is actually singing with her, so they're clearly not apart. So I don't know. It just makes it a little bit weird for me. But uh, I don't know. I, I really I really like, you know, the kind of the subject matter of the song. And also the fact that, like, there's no real chorus. I mean, once again, we're kind of back to, you know, uh, kind of late 2000, uh, you know, first, I don't know what to call the first 10 years of this millennium. Um, you know, we're kind of back to that time where Prince was seemed to have dropped you know, kind of choruses altogether. So we just have this refrain of, you know, I, I'm never going to stop. I, I'm going to stop this train and never get back on and never get back on the nice little echo, which kind of, it kind of goes into the distance. Um, and so, you know, but then that, that kind of sentiment changes the second time with never get back, which, you know, is different to never get back on. 
Um, and then, you know, at the end, it's, there's no refrain. It's just, I'm going to stop this train and never get back on. And, and it kind of, so I don't know. I just like, I like each time we get to the kind of the end of each verse and we have this, you know, the actual, you know, the, the titles of the song. Um, I just like kind of the different ways that, uh, that, that that kind of idea is expressed. Yeah, I, well, you know, speaking about lyrics, uh, Prince would have dropped a lyric about a pager in there, I think, <laughs> instead of face on my phone. But no, I um, I think maybe the closest we get as far as a husband and wife would be Josh and Cora, but those are instrumentalists, like, you know, from a few years back. Um, so that is, that is kind of interesting to think about. And I think I do also want to add in terms of vocals, when the song first comes in and we have that, like that harmony, um, I think that is Prince. Um, and then it, it ends with those same uh, stacked vocals too. Um, so I think I think Prince does have some vocals on here. And I do like the, the keyboard effects um, as well that I would assume um, are coming from Prince too. Uh, yeah, I guess the kind of the ooze, I guess we, as we could call them at the beginning of the song, are de yeah, there is Prince in there. Um, but I mean, that's, you know, for a song that is effectively, you know, Prince and Third Eye Girl, that's kind of a, a minimal contribution, um, you know, other than playing a bit of guitar, basically. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just enjoy, I mean, you know, although maybe you don't think of Hannah as being, you know, like a singer first, maybe she's a drummer first. Uh, I still, I still really kind of enjoy, you know, her, her vocals on this. Um, and also, I, I mean, I'm trying to remember what other Prince song there was where he, he said, you know, he mentioned the word cologne. But again, that feels like a Prince word, cologne. Um, I'm sure there's been a couple of other songs, uh, probably in the early 80s, where he's mentioned the smell of cologne. Um, and even probably in the 90s. Um, and that does feel like something that, you know, someone in their 50s would say rather than, you know, a, a young lady. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I just kind of love the, the, you know, like I said, the kind of melancholic lyrics, um, you know, this particularly like this, you know, keep everybody from hearing me crying. Like, you know, it, I, I don't know. It, there's just, there's just a kind of, um, you know, like a sadness, um, you know, and a longing that's in this, that's in this song, um, that I think, you know, I'm, I'm sure Prince could pull it off, but I think it just works really well with Hannah, um, kind of doing it. And also, you know, the, this little kind of thing, I, I mean, I do kind of, I think it's the, the start of the third verse where they have the nothing makes sense and nobody's got a clue because nothing and nobody makes me feel like you do. And just the way that she kind of hits those words um, and then kind of goes back into the, the kind of the bounciness of, you know, thought I'd be high as a sky, rock and roll forever and never die. Like, it, I just like, I like that kind of little hesitation when she gets to the nothing and nobody makes me feel like you do. Um, and particularly the fact that she's singing that, you know, with Josh, uh, I don't know, it just makes it feel a little bit sweeter. It's like, you know, it's all, I don't know, it's unusual that you get kind of duets with husbands and wives. Um, and, and like I said, never happened, I don't think, on a Prince song. I don't think it'll happen again on a Prince song after this either. This is, I think, the only, I think this is the only contribution from Josh Welton on this album. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I like the interaction of, of the two of them. And, you know, the production is so kind of light 
and it doesn't like overwhelm things and you know like i said it just kind of fades out and we just kind of like that you can just get the you know um i think it's the the I, I think it might be the very first line where she's like i just can't get to sleep so just as the fade out comes in you get the i just can't go to sleep and it's as if the song is about to repeat all over again and kind of you know that's like the the character that's in this song is you know so kind of heartbroken that they're basically stuck in this loop of just repeating this this kind of melancholy over and over uh, until this other person returns um so which i i mean the weird thing is in this circumstance i don't know that like you know josh welton was the one out touring i'm sure in this case it was third eye girl who were out touring and doing all publicity and everything so if anyone was to sing this i would expect it would be josh back at home waiting for hannah to return but uh i don't know i guess it just works better with hannah singing it um so yeah i don't know I, for me uh and i feel obviously we're going to be uh a little bit far apart on these grading probably five out of five i love this song <laughs> i can listen to it over and over all day um I, I i the thing is like um you know as we get towards the end of prince's career i just like these songs that are a little bit lighter and don't kind of bring me down <laughs> anything that's got too much prince on it just towards the end kind of makes me a little bit sad so it's nice to just have this this kind of breezy love song about these two people who, you know, are missing each other, um, you know, because there's, I mean, you know, there's a chance that the first verse could be from one person's perspective and the second could be from the other person's. I don't know. You know, it's it's all sung by Hannah. But if 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 the second verse had been sung by Josh Welton, maybe, it, you know, it would give it a slightly different perspective. But uh, I don't know. I just I just really enjoy everything kind of third eye girl. And really, I wish that they would have, you know, that Prince would have kind of done something more with them before. Um, he, he kind of his attention was immediately diverted to hit and run uh, you know I wish he'd have just stayed with them for like another six months and just got one more album out and then you know moved on to whatever he wanted to do next yeah I um I don't think I feel as strongly about Third Eye Girl as you do uh, but there's some good stuff you know that came that came of that collaboration and I will say you know going back to the song specifically I do like the lyric of kind of if it hurts this bad by Don I, I, I like that sentiment um, and also you know it may be cheesy but I like to listen to this song while I'm driving and I think you know I can almost picture someone on a train and like the scenery going by looking out the window and so um, um, I think that that imagery really uh, works here. But I agree with you. It's like, like I was saying before, I like the song Wow, but I can't listen to it because I think about Prince playing it on the piano. So I will listen to this and then I'll listen to Funk and Roll because that's like just super fun and it and it doesn't get me down. But you're absolutely right. I would give this song a one out of five. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because I, you know, if I, I listen to it for like for this podcast, but like on an everyday basis, I don't really return to this song, even though it's one of the, the most appealing on the album. So one out of five for me. Uh, well, Prince never played this live, but apparently the song was premiered uh, over the PA uh, at a gig in Manchester uh, on the 22nd of February 2014. So if you were lucky enough to, uh, you know, be there, you got to see Hannah miming the song on stage while it played over the PA, uh, which is, I don't know, that feels like a really warm, like a really odd warm up thing to be doing. But at this, I, I don't know, the weird thing is that has kind of shades of like Vanity 6 or Apollonia 6, because obviously when Prince toured with Apollonia 6 and stuff, he was basically playing everything off stage while people on stage mimed the instruments. So I don't know, it just feels like a weird little kind of callback to that. Uh, but yeah, that's the only time it was ever kind of played live in public that anyone knows of, um, which, you know, by the time Prince had kind of 
started promoting Third Eye Girl, he was already moving on and he was already getting ready for hit and run and then piano and a microphone. So, you know, there wasn't really much time for him to kind of play this stuff live. But like I say, you know, uh, I mentioned this on other tracks as well. You know, if Third Eye Girl, if the, you know, remaining members of Third Eye Girl were to, you know, tour... Um, then I would definitely go and see them. Just, you know, even if all they're doing is just playing Plectrum Electrum, like end to end, I would just happily watch them do that live, you know. It'd just be nice to kind of see some of these songs live. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, I really enjoy everything about Third Eye Girl. You know, it's one of those weird things where, you know, Prince hadn't put anything out for like four years and then he gave us two albums. Um, and also I like the fact that he kind of walked back into Warner Brothers and, and, you know, the last time he'd spoke to them, they were like, you know, we're not going to release these two albums under two different names uh, when he handed them in, like, Come and Gold Experience. And then he comes back, you know, like 18 years later or wherever it is, and he's like, here's two different albums I want them released on the same day under two different names. So I kind of, I like that chutzpah from Prince, just to be able to, like, yeah, I'm going to return to Warner Brothers and it's going to be doing exactly the thing that they didn't want me to do when I left. Um, you know, I just I like how he kind of, you know, he had enough kind of clout to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, so I feel like we said about as much as anyone's going to say about Stop This Train. Uh, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Erica? Yeah, I read about Prince and spirituality at a purple day in December.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss M-I-S-S underscore E Thompson. T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us at Prince Trap by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Erica. Thank you. And otherwise, let's stop this train. Yeah.